Have you ever experienced a crisis of faith where you struggled with doubts, anger, and frustrations towards God, failing to understand His purposes? In Psalm 73, Asaph found himself in his own crisis of faith as he felt as though the wicked seemed to get off easy and was feeling as though injustices went unpunished. Asaph used poetic imagery to point out his doubts regarding the goodness of God. He begins the psalm with acknowledging that God is good, for he had not doubted God's kindness and mercy towards his children. But his feet had almost stumbled and he had nearly gone astray as he struggled with understanding God's goodness toward the wicked. He couldn't quite grasp why God would allow them to prosper and enjoy a good life. He believed God was good and lenient toward the wicked despite their evil actions, which were perpetrated against the innocent while allowing the righteous to suffer. So he concluded that if God is good and merciful to those who do evil, why then should he strive to do good? During his crisis of faith, Asaph felt exasperated as he agonized about his dissatisfaction with how God was handling the affairs of the evil world around him. It wrongly led him to envy the wicked and their prosperity. He saw they were wealthy and had attained greater prosperity by oppressing others, in particular the less fortunate. He wondered why it seemed that the plans of the wicked prospered without immediate consequences to their actions. Asaph, in his mental anguish, went as far as saying that those who do evil have no trouble and do not suffer as others. He felt his life was more difficult than those who prospered in their wickedness. However, Asaph overstated the prosperity of the wicked. He has simply come to the wrong conclusion. For whatever good the wicked were experiencing, it would be but for a moment. Have you ever felt that way after seeing the evil around the world? If we are honest, we would say that we can identify with Asaph's wrong conclusions. Our emotions have a way of deceiving us. We should not rely on feelings when attempting to examine the truth about God and His overall eternal purposes. Asaph caught himself in his angry criticism and knew he was struggling to understand it all with limited understanding. His heart was troubled as he grieved over the injustices. Little did Asaph understand he was envying those whose feet were on a slippery slope downward. After some consideration, he turned his heart to seek God in the matter. The New King James Version states that he entered the sanctuary of God. That is, he went directly to the presence of God in prayer. In the time he spent with the Lord as he poured out his complaints before God, he came to realize that the day of reckoning for the wicked would someday come. It's important to keep in mind that God is kind and merciful to the wicked by giving them ample opportunities to repent and turn to Him.
However, if they choose not to, they will bring upon themselves his judgment as a result of their own wickedness and rebellion. The scripture states that God does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that they turn and repent. God's desire is that all would come to repentance and that none should perish. David Gusick, a Bible commentator, wrote, Whenever the Lord waits or seems to delay, it always has a loving purpose behind it. We can trust that even when we don't understand it. How critical it is when in our struggle with anger and doubts and frustrations that we immediately turn to the Lord in prayer instead of mulling over untrue thoughts and feelings about God. The wrong attitude Asaph entertained almost caused him to walk away from the Lord. When we linger too long in our crisis, it can lead us to move further away from God at a time when we should take our doubts to Him and seek His Word for answers. How often we can skip this step and fall prey to satanic deception as Eve did at the Garden of Eden. Satan caused her to doubt God's word and God's goodness, which led her and her husband to disobey God's explicit command. Toward the end of the psalm, we see the stark difference in Asaph's attitude. He gained the right perspective after spending time at the feet of the Lord. In humility, he recognized he was as foolish and ignorant as a beast who is without understanding until he had entered the sanctuary of God. It's amazing to experience the clarity that comes to us through the Holy Spirit when we seek God in prayer and seek His Word during our darkest moments. Our darkness becomes light as we humbly turn to Him and His Word. Asaph could then focus and view life from a heavenly, eternal perspective. Asaph was in the very presence of God himself and therefore reminded that God was with him, holding him by his right hand. God reassured him he would continue to guide him with his counsel, that is, his word, and someday would receive him into his glory. Asaph then exclaimed, Whom have I in heaven but you? There is no one else we can turn to who will meet us in the place where we are struggling the most. Asaph was refreshed and renewed in faith and in his trust in the Lord. He then stated that there was no one on the earth that he desired more than God himself, for there is nothing on earth that can compare with God. Even though he lost courage and strength during the dark night of his soul, yet God never left him. God became to him the strength of his heart and his portion forever, all that he would ever need. Only the Lord satisfies the deepest longings of our hearts. Asaph needed to see that true satisfaction can only be found in God alone and not in temporary pleasure of riches or status. In our moments of greatest weakness and failures, when we call upon the Lord, He will not turn away, but waits with open arms to comfort and reassure His erring child. 
I'd like to encourage you that if you are at the start of a crisis of faith or in the middle of one, turn to the Lord and ask Him to renew your soul and restore the joy of your salvation. He is the only one who can bring you hope and light in your darkest night. Even amid our struggles and crises of faith, God draws near for he desires to reveal more of himself to us and to show us our desperate need for him. There will be times of doubt, confusion, and perplexities throughout our lives, but it's what we do with them that is the genuine test for every child of God. We will not always understand everything God is doing. We are therefore admonished to walk by faith and not by sight. We can trust that in His wisdom, God will continue to work out His ultimate purpose and plan in putting an end to all rule, authority, and power with all its evil and wickedness. There will be an end to all misery and suffering when Christ Jesus takes his rightful place as the blessed and only ruler, King of kings and Lord of lords.